Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And before we begin, we have a word from our sponsor. Homefieldapparel.com. Two straight weeks of bomber jackets, new drops, and exclusive football-themed bundles for your favorite schools. Tuesday, August 27th is our future Big 12 friends, Baylor and TCU. And then two schools each day the rest of the week. They're doing a new collection, Ole Miss, later uh, Saturday, actually. And then next Sunday... They're dropping exclusive stuff. A week from today is Home Field Day. Big deal. Big deal. Homefieldapparel.com. Enter the code WildcatScoop23. All caps. One word. 15% off. Tell them Jason sent you. I don't know who them is because there's no one to talk to. But gosh darn it, just tell them. And I really do hope that you're buying Arizona apparel. Because, like, that's why we're all here, right? So, thank you so much. To our sponsor, Homefield Apparel. And now, on to our regularly scheduled podcast, which is to review Arizona football's defense and defensive performance at camp. Is that correct, Jason? Look at you. Is that what we are doing today? <laughs> Thank you. On this very oddly tropical, stormy, it just started raining kind of weird earlier this evening day. Before we get started... I want to congratulate someone. I don't know if he listens to this, but it's a very cool story. So Danny Martinez was named the softball director of operations uh, today. And Danny is well known because he was actually started out as an SID. And so if you saw on Twitter, uh, a lot of reporters excited about Danny being named, you know, the the uh the director of ops is like he's still he's the voice of hill and brand he's the uh announcer oh, he and he's going to keep that job and do director of ops but really really good dude oh he loves it um so it's it's very cool to see caitlin Lowe uh hire him for that job so also, a, a lot of us are very happy for uh for danny today so shout out to him and congratulations danny also didn't U.S. women's soccer hire an Arizona alum recently? Yeah, the interim coach is an Arizona alum. That's so alum. cool. Yeah, she won't get the job. Moving on up. I don't know that song, but I know that that's how it starts. So, okay. well, Anyway, um, we are here for Arizona football um, defense. So Arizona has more players on its defensive line, but is it quality depth? Well, you can go... Uh, a whole bunch of positions, positions, players, without getting to a walk-on, which hasn't been the case. So, I mean, look, it, yes, in my opinion, it is it is very quality. You have a, a Michigan transfer, a UCLA transfer, a Georgia transfer in your starting unit, right? You got guys that are coming back like Isaiah Ward. 
you got an Indiana transfer that may wind up starting, you know, by the end of the season in CO, Nofogata Toto. Um, you know, and you got guys that have improved from last season with some of the better defensive linemen. I absolutely think it's quality depth. I always say with basketball, a lot of times people say like, oh, we go 10 deep. But it's like, well, you could say that, but after you get to 7, 8, 9, and 10, there's a huge drop-off there. Um, I don't feel like there's a huge drop-off with Arizona's, you know, two set of linemen. It's it's pretty crazy to think because, you know, like we um, – Orrin Patu at one point was running with the ones. In the scrimmage, he was with the threes. And he could easily move up. Keanu Miloto was running with the twos. He could easily, you know, twos and threes mixture there. Tia Sevea has been hurt and not healthy. Um, maybe he gets healthy. Then who knows? Sterling Lane could be used on the edge, etc. Yes, I, I absolutely, it's weird to say, but it's similar to the offensive line. Um, you know, is it going to be the best defensive line in the conference? No. Is it going to be better than last season? I would be absolutely shocked if it's not. Okay. Um, while the Wildcats didn't get enough pressure on the QB last season, where do you see it coming from this year? So the, the somewhat surprise star of the defensive line at camp is Isaiah Ward. And Arizona has a cat position. And the cat is basically going to be used like a Hunter Eccles. You know, this is our best pass rusher. And that, that's Isaiah Ward. And um, you redshirt freshman, he, he doesn't have the weight yet necessarily, but he is super fast off the edge, and he's very advanced in his skill set. Um, you know, there were times where I saw him beat Jonas Avenea, and, and there's not many guys that can do that. Very quick off the edge, very advanced. Then on the other side, you have Taylor Upshaw, the transfer from Michigan. Um, you know, solid career at Michigan. But, again, like you're comparing, like, he played in 30 games for Michigan, which means that he probably would have started every single game at Arizona had he been starting his career there, right? Let's right. be honest. The Michigan defensive line is better than the Arizona offensive line has been. So those are the two guys that I really see that pressure coming from. But – I like the move of Tai Tai Uigalele to the defensive end. I, I you know, I, I think he's built better as a defensive end. Russell Davis is having trouble putting on the necessary weight. Um, Orrin, but you know, he's there. He's still got the quickness and then Orrin Patu. So I feel better about Arizona's pass rushing capabilities this season. And a large chunk of that is because I think the interior guys will be able to kind of pick it up a little bit. And then of course, you know, when you have Justin flowing at linebacker, they're not dropping him into coverage. He's going to get the running back or the quarterback. That is his job. Heat-seeking missile. Boom. Oh, okay. That's his job. You're a heat-seeker. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, how is the linebacker competition playing out now that you've mentioned it? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. So, Jacob Manu is a, <laughs> Jacob Manu is a lock. Done deal. He's starting. Guaranteed. No competition there. Daniel Emuli and Justin Flo, I don't think we're going to get an answer on the depth chart. My prediction is if we get a depth chart a week from now, it's going to have the infamous or. By the way, Adam Schefter a few weeks ago said he had never seen an or on a depth chart before. And every college writer in America tweeted at him laughing. Because that's all there are on say? college football depth charts. What? I understand that in the NFL it's not a thing. It is more than a thing in college. So you're going to see an or. Uh, Daniel Humili and Justin Flo, it wouldn't surprise me if either of those guys started. It really, I think, will depend on the opponent 
in an ideal world, someone separates. But look, like it, I've said it many times already. Flo is your, I'm going to go get the running back. I'm going to go get the quarterback, straight line driver. Daniel Humili is better in coverage. He's still good at going to get the quarterback or the running back, but he's better in coverage than Flo. After that, uh, Kamuela, Kaihua. I, I don't know. It's very uh, close. But, yeah, he uh, he had a very nice camp. Probably one of the surprises of camp. We'll get to him in a bit. Tay Brown is another one. Um, they're, they're probably they're going to go a little bit younger in the backup role, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of rotation outside of Flo, Humuli, and Jacob Manu. I think those are the three that are going to get considerably more snaps than everyone else at linebacker. All right. We will see. Um, Dylan Wyatt was highly regarded when he enrolled at Arizona. How has he done so far? So Wyatt, I, I had known that Wyatt was a guy that John Richardson uh, wanted and that he had a relationship um, with, with Wyatt. I didn't know until the other day that Johnny Nansen had said that Wyatt... Um, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news... You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline came uh recommended so kinato hudson i actually thought hudson was was a gonna get hired um to coach cornerbacks at arizona he was one of my guys i had an article written out i had pre-written him and richardson was another one i think there's one more i don't remember who um but hudson wound up getting ole miss money and if you're a coach you're not turning down ole miss money but hudson was at illinois with wyatt so Hudson calls Johnny Nansen and is like, this dude is good. He's in the portal. Go get him, basically. Like, you're going to want him. And Richardson was like, I've known Wyatt for years. We want him. And Wyatt started off a little slowly um, for whatever reason, you know. And he had come from, so he had Illinois. He had a knee injury. He went to Cal Poly, started every game at Cal Poly, entered the portal. Arizona went uh, to go get him. Start off a little slowly. You're like, okay, it's a solid depth cornerback. It'll be Ephesians, Prysock, and Takario Davis. That'll be great. The last, I would say, week and a half, two weeks, Dylan Wyatt has been awesome. He had two straight practices with a pick. He's the most physical of the bunch. He's vocal. He's older. You know, it's tough starting Ephesians, Prysock, Takario Davis, and younger safeties on the field at the same time. Your secondary has talent, but you kind of need a vocal leader. Uh, I would say that if the season started tomorrow, it would be Prysock and Wyatt. Wyatt has been the starting corner for the last week, week and a half or so. I don't see him losing that. I think Davis will still play, but uh, Wyatt has impressed me. Really physical guy. And again, 
You know, I talked to Richardson on media day before camp started, and he was raving about Wyatt. Like, you could just tell the way he spoke about Wyatt that they were confident he would step up and be the guy. Um, and, you know, he is. He, he has been as good as advertised, and, and I think that he's very likely going to be the starter with Prysock. Awesome. Yay. Okay. The safety competition is wide open, and it always feels like safety is wide open. Yeah. How do you f- see it playing out, and what would you do? Mm-hmm. What would you recommend, I don't know. Master Shia? I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of those questions. Well, I do, but I don't know how it's going to play out. Um, the reason is, I, I'll say this. like, There's combinations used on the defensive line. Because I think that those guys are going to all play, and they're kind of mixing and matching. Safety, they're mixing and matching because they don't know who the best is yet. That's kind of scary. You know, on August, whatever, with two game, two weeks before the first game, you want to know. And it wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, it's narrowed down to four guys. Let's eliminate DJ Warnell from the competition. I like DJ. He's a really good special teams player. Jordan Papau, Papau, Pau. Talks about him very highly on special teams, but he's not he's not starting. Um, so it comes down to like what combination they want. Right now, like they can go with the older Gunner Maldonado, Isaiah Taylor, or they can say to themselves, look, there's going to be some growing pains early in the season for Genesis Smith. But I will say this that in terms of overall pure talent and potential. Genesis Smith, to me, is far and away the best safety on the team. Clearly the best post-safety. So, and, and that's why, like, after the scrimmage, I believe it was Lev asked Danson, are you willing to play a freshman the first game, or do you want to kind of do the Jacob Manu thing where you let him get a few games to get his feet wet? And he said, I'll start my best guy right away. To me, that's Genesis Smith. Um, he would be starting over Isaiah Taylor, unless they go with the combo of him and Taylor. If it was me, if I was the coach here, if I was Johnny Nansen, I would start Isaiah Taylor and Genesis Smith. I feel that those are the best safeties. Um, Dalton Johnson, very physical, good in the box, a little slower than I'd like. Gunnar Maldonado, just so inconsistent, he's hard to trust. So for me, what I would do is Taylor and Genesis Smith, and you can rotate a little bit, how it plays out, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, if the depth chart was released today, I don't know what it would look like. My guess is when it's released, you're going to see two ors at both safety spots, and they're not going to name a starter until the game. I think all of them play against NAU in that season opener, and then they kind of hope that something separates. But I think in terms of pure talent and ability and what you want to build off of, uh, I just don't know how you don't go with Genesis Smith at, um, at that safety spot. All right. Thank you, Coach. Coach Shear. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see uh, if that happens. And finally, any younger defensive players that have stood out to you? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. Your questions are on point. Thank you. Uh, so if you remember the offensive, if you remember, it was yesterday. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> the offensive podcast, uh, I said that Arizona hit quite a bit, uh, like 90%. Um, Genesis Smith, what more can I say? He's a hit. You know, it's I, I always say, like, Genesis Smith was legitimately – the top safety on Arizona's board. It wasn't just because it was Chandler Hamilton. Like they basically, I was told we don't have a post safety on our entire roster like Genesis Smith. And so he is a hit. He, in my opinion, even if he doesn't start the first game, figuring he's healthy, Shelby, I think he starts by the end of the season. I actually said the other day at practice, I told other people I would go third game. 
Uh, Gavin Hunter looks like he's pretty good. He's a third nickel right now. Not going to play very much this season, but not a lost cause. Uh, Camuela looks great. I mean, he is a future starter. Looks the part. Second string linebacker as a true freshman. Uh, you know, shout out to those guys. There's guys where, you know, the, the, the jury's still out. Arian Parrish and Canyon Moses didn't really do anything. Uh, Emmanuel Carnley had, you know, nice flashes, but I don't know if we can say he's a hit yet. He had, you know, he, another big guy, 6'3 corner, right? So they have Takario Davis, Prysock, Carnley. Carnley's big, he's physical. I like him quite a bit. I think he's going to be good, but we didn't see a, a ton of him. Uh, Julian Sabanea is a guy that could play as a true freshman a little bit. Uh, he's a hit. Dominic Alessio, I think probably red shirts, but the coaching staff likes him. I'm surprised by Tay Brown. I'll be honest. He was a, a you know a solid ranking guy, but not spectacular. But he clearly has a bright future ahead of him. Uh, Sua, I think it's too early to tell. Leviticus Sua, which is crazy to say because he was a four-star guy, um, but kind of inconsistent, slower learner than maybe the the other guys. But you know they overall. Um, Keanu Miloto, I know he's not a true freshman, but transfer, I like him quite a bit. I don't think we know enough about Tristan Davis or Nick Fernandez yet. So I don't look at anybody on the defense and say, man, that guy's just a miss. And again, that, that wasn't necessarily the case last year. Um, but you know, I, the freshman that stood out, Kamala and Genesis Smith are the, the two guys that I think are clearly going to play as true freshmen on the defensive side of the ball. Awesome. Okay. Well, I asked you last night off the books and you were a little nervous, but just like as a recap, is there anybody that stood out to you that we have not kind of mentioned or gone over tonight? I mean, I think I named everyone on the defensive you did. side of the Okay, ball. just making sure we're covering all bases here. Yes. Do we want to give any shout outs to any No, I don't think there's that or... dominant. I, I will say this, yes. I enjoyed, I always enjoy watching offense, coaching and all that, but... Watching Dwayne Aquina coach, and look, I, I was skeptical about the recruiting aspect with Dwayne Aquina. The coaching aspect, I think we know he's literally one of the best assistants he's of all beast. time. He's a beast. I remember like a week ago, thankfully I remember, he had a play where, I think I might have mentioned it, Martel Irby didn't run out the play. Like got beat or the receiver dropped it, I don't remember. It wasn't a big deal. And Dwayne Aquina goes sprinting across the football field, yelling, Irby, 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 and starts running at telling Irby to follow him in the sprint. Okay, Dwayne Aquina is an old man. And I mean that in a nice way. Dwayne Aquina is, uh, I'm trying to think, I, I wanna say, he's, I know he's in his 70s, but you know, it, it, it's pretty crazy. He's 66, so I don't know he's in his 70s. But he's 66 years old, sprinting the field. Uh, I would almost consider him a co-defensive coordinator with the respect that the other coaches have for him and the players have for him. He coaches the secondary, but just like the, the way, and, and, and then John Richardson is, an, I could watch him all day. He is intense. Um, oh, there, I mean, like there's another guy I didn't mention on defense. You're right. Uh, G7, my guy G7 has had a fantastic camp and he's probably the fourth corner right now. Um, I don't know how much he'll play, maybe certain packages. It wouldn't surprise me if he actually returned kicks. But he has had, like last season, I thought he was a lost cause. Like he just didn't do anything as a freshman. He has improved a ton this year and deserves credit for that. So, I mean, there's just guys that, like the defensive coaching staff, their style of coaching, Jason Confuci is a, is a quiet guy. Um, so not necessarily him, but Richardson, Akina, Nansen, Hunley, 
Those guys are loud. The offensive coaches, not very loud. Like, it's just like... <laughs> Cummings they're, is, they're refined. Yeah, like, like you know, Brennan Carroll will get his point across, but do it a little differently than I'm used to watching. Uh, Kevin Cummings is, is different. He'll curse you out a little bit, but not, not crazy. Papal can get vocal. You know, he, he's a vocal guy, but... Uh, the defensive side of the ball is just different in that regard. They they will chew you out. That's awesome. So oh well, they need it because we need to see improvement. Correct. And uh, you know, is there any mentions you'd like to give for um, any kickers or any special teams or? No. Okay. No, Kyle Ostendorp <laughs> and Tyler Loop are my guys. Tyler struggled a little bit. The field goal kicking was really bad in the scrimmage. I don't worry about it. Ostendorp, I don't I don't worry about either. Um, they'll be fine. Arizona special teams should be fine. Nice. Thank you. I like it. And did you um, observe any trickery or anything? Yeah, we don't talk about that. Just saying. Was there trickery? Yeah, well, okay. it, they've, they've run the same trick play on offense like five times. They're clearly, and it's open in the scrimmage. So they ran a Jaden Delora. I think it was to DJ Williams back to Delora, then down the field for like 40 yards. It worked. Nice. So that's probably the number one trick play. And then defense, it's not a trick, but they'll use the dollar package where they have like three down linemen, one linebacker, and seven defensive backs. Like all the safeties on the field at once. So it's a little weird. I'm a little skeptical about it, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, you know I like trickery. And you know I like tight ends. So we'll see what happens Yeah. Um, for that. So with that being said, we've done our football review. I think our next podcast, because you're leaving me. I am. Our next podcast could be next. It should be next Monday on the depth chart reveal. Yeah, it'll be very exciting. Press conference Monday, man. It is football season. I know. It's football season. Cacao. Basketball guys are back from Israel. They started school. That's What if you were jet lagged and they're like, hey, go to math? Like, that would really be hard. Oh, Shelby, there's ways around that, honey. You're so naive. I'm just saying. I can't imagine doing that. But um, I think that's it. Thank you, kids. Bear down. Shelby, you excited on Saturday to... Cuddle up in the couch, drink some red wine, or in your case, White Claws, and watch Jacksonville State versus UTEP football? Hell yes. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.